I read a lot of fantasy that I could as a teenager. Mm -hmm. And then I went to college and like got super overwhelmed with college and life. Yeah. I never read that genre again. Like this is the most that I have felt like Sabrina in a long time. Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And Sabrina and Kathy have formed their own little romanticy book club here at the yes. library. It's an and alliance. Honestly, <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep up. I'm still reading Akatar. So I just figured I would invite them both onto the show so they can talk about several series. Like five series? I think it's yeah. like five. That's what we narrowed it down to. Because yeah. yes. you are at the point where you're reading books the day they come out. Like We had to, Katie. <laughs> okay. Don't but wait, wait, wait. Before we go into like dissecting each series, how long on average does it take you to consume one of these books? So like we're when pretty we're, quick. Like when we're taking care of our kids or like after they go to bed. <laughs> normal day. A day. We can we we can get a, through a book in about a day. Yeah, I read on my lunch break, and then um, if I can listen, it's even better. Like yeah. if there's audio, but if it's actual physical reading, I will read on my lunch break, and then after my child goes to sleep, then I'll just stay up till one, two a.m. <laughs> in Sabrina's case, maybe five a.m. Maybe 5 I did that one time, Cassie. Yes. One time, and the book was due the next day. And it like, was worth it. It was worth every single second of it. Yes, we're I gonna s- get there to yes, that one. We will. We so will. I've I've learned that there's like a natural progression. We've already yes. done the Akatar thing, yes. and that was like that's like the baby's first romantic. Yeah, it's, it's what got us back into it. Yes. Yeah, so we started it all. Props. So going into Akatar, <laughs> we all start. With the first Sarah five, of course, yeah, Sarah J. Moss, which mm-hmm. usually then like makes the reader go crazy about romanticy mm-hmm. and then leads us to <laughs> Crescent City, um, which is two books with the third one coming out in yeah. January, and then it leads while you you're still in the Mossiverse, <laughs> yes, yeah, you haven't left yet, you're still wandering around the yes. baby. It takes you to Throne of Glass, which yeah. is eight books, yes, and then. Once you finish these eight books, then this, this you, is when you're begging for help. You don't know what to do with your life. You want to find something so, else to read. Yes, obviously we've already <laughs> talked to everybody about like a Court of Thorns and Roses. They yeah. know how we feel about that, um, they do. and that's kind of what like got us into romantic. It was your gateway. It was, yeah, the, it was gate- the gateway. Mm-hmm. The gateway into <laughs> the shallow end. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Fourth Wing. Fourth Wing. Fourth as, Wing. As you all know, is a super popular book yeah. that uh, is by Rebecca Yaros, and everyone's absolutely in love with it. Just throwing it on the ground. I'm, I'm it's just, tons of hey, at least it's, it's not a book. Lot coming. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Exactly. It's not a real book. Um, that is the one that kind of took off too, like right mm-hmm. now, and everyone's reading it. It's everywhere. Um, and it, Kathy, could you give it a three sentence? Uh, summary? Oh, wow. God. Three sentence summary. We, we challenged each Dragons other. Dragons are involved, right? This. Dragons are involved. Thank okay. God. So, a war college, you have to... <laughs> See, I told you it wasn't going to be possible. <laughs> you have to learn a characteristic of yourself. <laughs> That's... What? I'm, I'm just going to stop you right there. And there are dragons. It's, <laughs> it's set... In Dragon Time, and they're obviously what is fighting. Time? That's that's the part it's of fantasy that's where fantasy. it's all dragons. It's, yeah, it's all dragons. <laughs> and then they're fighting, dragon and there's tales. Ro- <laughs> dragon tales. Let's all go to Dragon Land. Oh my gosh! I, I want to go there. 
long as it's not like a Game of Thrones level, like I don't know. I didn't do Game of Thrones. But there is there is there is some intrigue and there is potentially some backstabbing well, and a lot almost of romance. everybody dies in Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm no. guessing. Well, that we're not, not there yet. Okay. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we this haven't read the one, end. Still so. just book one. <laughs> one of five. If yeah, of five, which is what's so terrifying. Gosh, because remember, Akatar was five and it yeah. went through a journey. It went through a. Heck and they of have a, a newer one, a new yes. one coming out soon. They do, Katie. Oh. Perfect timing. <laughs> Iron Flame comes out November 7th. And what I am oh so gosh, excited for, time. I know it's almost here, is that they're doing midnight release parties. Oh, my god! At gosh. a bunch of Barnes and Nobles, which I already checked into some. If y'all want to go, let Girl, me know. yeah. I'm, I'll read it. Yeah. That's When's one book out? I can do. I haven't it. been to no. a midnight release party since Harry Potter. Right? So I, I haven't done it fun. since Twilight. Like, yeah, I've never been to one. There we go. November. Go. You said November. I 6th. guess it would be the sixth because it comes out the seventh. Yeah. So okay. yeah. We should do there's it. like four in the Houston area. Like That's Katie, so fun. The Woodlands, all of that. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. A little far. It's fine. But what an adventure, you know. Yeah. I guess I meant to ask you: mm-hmm. Would you consider this fantasy with romance or oh. romance with fantasy? This is what stumps me anytime somebody it's asks a hard me question. about the romance genre because they're like, "Where does it go? Does it go in romance or does it go in fantasy?" So, like, I don't think I've ever read fantasy that was just fantasy. It's romanticy. Like, I mean, like, like Harry Potter, I guess, would be fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So, oh, no. Then it would be. It's hard because know. there's there is a lot of world building in, there in this kind of book. So it, it feels mean to just be like, it's a romance and they well, put some wings on to it. To me, but... it's like, I don't know, we'll say 30 to 40 percent of it is steamy scenes then it might belong in romance that's my really rough i'm gonna rule of say thumb. this is fantasy with romance what then. would you rate the spice level of it well i mean again everybody's rating is four, very different for uh fourth, fourth wing. wing two and a half three yeah like, i didn't think it was as as, um, for somebody that maybe explicit. doesn't read spicy, oh yeah, I mean it like, like it's a couple like chili a peppers for sure, but like, <laughs> like, but I wouldn't say that it was like yes as much uh, as some and, of the other and ones. And we'll also, talk like about. all of yeah. these that we are rating, technically the only one that is YA is Throne of Glass. Yes. The Throne of Glass series is the only yeah. one. Everything, everything else, else is, is adult. new adult uh, mm-hmm. fantasy. Yeah, and it's important to clarify that because some of these authors were YA authors first. And then got into this. I've, and... I've heard like a story where before all of these books were popular, before they were starting to be published, people would like pitch books like this that did have like romance and explicit mm-hmm. scenes. And publishers would just kind of be like, yeah, but it's fantasy. So it's going to be YA. Oh. <laughs> and they were like, but it's not. Um, and but that's kind of like what the Sarah J. Moss the... thing got caught yeah. in because she did Throne of Glass and then she did Akatar and yeah. it was definitely at Which least new adult. Romanticy. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I think that for a while in there, there was a lot of like confusion because publishers wanted to put all like female written fantasy about younger ish people mm-hmm. into YA, even if it was like a 22 year old. Right. Yeah. And, and riding a say... dragon and other things, I assume. Yeah. yeah, like that was my question. Are the dragons the love interests? Like, no. sorry, no, no, I don't think not, so. Oh, just that's no. shape shifting no. fantasy in there. No. Uh, I mean, the dragons, the dragons um, do communicate, which at first I was like, are they the love? You were like, they, oh no! Yeah, 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 there was a the random snippets I, I heard yeah. people discussing it. Do you gotta they, be like, careful. Shape shift into humans. I don't know where this is going. Because there is dragon shapeshifter fantasy too. Yeah, that's yes. different. But, but that's different. That than is this. not at the table right now. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And so this is um, 
college students. Yeah, college students mm -hmm. who um, have to go through basically a series of trials, you know, to um, level up to be, you right, know, what they call dragon riders. Dragon riders, yeah, and they need to be like accepted by their dragons. So you go through a thing called threshing, mm -hmm. and um, where you try and. Connect build a, with build a bond, kind of like yeah. an avatar. Um, whenever I'm they build like... a bond with their riders, yeah, um, it's essentially the the mm -hmm. same. You're fighting. There's a select number of dragons. After college, you have to go to where you're like placed. So it's mm -hmm. like like if, in the military. If you, the dragon riders are front lines. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's other there's like scribes, healers, okay. dragon riders. Yeah, it's kind of like the thing. difference of being like in the air force versus the army. Yes, yeah, I exactly. have real scribe energy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so compared to Akatar, this mm -hmm. is your your second step. You're okay. going from the shallow end to the deeper end. Just a little bit. What step. what kind of differences really stood out to you? What things, if you liked Akatar, would you like in this? And then like what changes? You know. Yes, I like the concept of so it's like in this one the main characters are um, Zayden, Dane, and Violet, who are all college students. Um, and they have a little friend group. They have a friend group, which I think kind of reminds me of like an Akatar when they have the their, like boys. little friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they're like they're really funny. Mm -hmm. It's like um, there's it's it's witty. There's banter, mm -hmm. which I feel like also like takes yeah. us back to A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, another thing is dragons. Yeah. You know, like yeah. <laughs> creatures and monsters. Mm -hmm. Are there other creatures and monsters, or is it kind of like a more dragon centric fantasy. Uh, Can't tell us. It's a spoiler. It's Sabrina's a... aggressively shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do the little cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be, I'm going to cut that from the video and it's going to be a reaction <laughs> gif I use of just her going, mm -mm. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> We'll we'll overlay that for any spoilers in future exactly. episodes. Exactly. Just Sabrina shaking her head. Yes. Um, I will say with this too, um, the world building is is there but it's gradual and it's like it you discover it as she kind of goes through stuff which is kind of like the pacing for Akatar as well the first book exactly yeah. and so you don't really know everything that's happening and like you're you discover stuff along with the reader it's not like you knew this was happening and then yeah you're like gosh I just want her to get there so she knows like you go with it uh with her and that I really like as like a plot yeah I don't yeah. like to be overwhelmed exactly exactly so. um and then also i think that like it's it's another like enemies to lovers which is yeah. just which is our favorite which is romanticy yeah romanticy is. is like the tropes a lot of it is enemies to lovers found family found family friend group close proximity one bed <laughs> yes one, one bed at the end. Yes. <laughs> yes yes yeah fighting just like the training scenes yeah the training like yeah so i think that you, anybody that's on a Sarah J. Moss hangover, a lot of people jumped to fourth wing, mm -hmm. and I feel like it really helped. But but then, then even that then will we end, took a, and then that ends <laughs> right because we still don't have the second book yet. Yeah, so and then, like you, then you have a fourth wing hangover. Yep, you're kind of <laughs> wrecked. wrecked. I was wrecked. I'm still currently wrecked. Does it so. end on a hang or on a cliffhanger? Oh yeah, it's romanticy, oh. so it 100 percent ends <laughs> on a cliffhanger. I hate cliffhangers. And then to find out that there's five books, the fear. And this is an Akatar spoiler, is that our love interest from book one is Flip. gonna be a Tamlin. 
And that's, I, yeah. I cannot, everyone is saying like, I cannot oh, handle it. Five books, like y'all know it. It can't last through five books. And I don't want that. And I don't want that. I with just one guy through five books. That's boring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody Kathy's said. fine with it. I'm not. I yeah. cannot. I need. I want I've this already, to be okay. I've already bonded with him. <laughs> I you have bonded well. with, with them. I will say, though, reading Fourth Wing. So if you've listened mm-hmm. to our Akatar podcast, you know that I was blind to some of the Tamlin issues. I, I dissected. Just, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> I dissected this Fourth Wing book for every turn to find out who was good and who was bad. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't be betrayed again. Someone, and like, raises why... their voice in a conversation. You're like, mm, I'm going to notate that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how did she say that with hmm. aggression? Hmm. And again, it sucks whenever we, like, dive into, like, a new release when there's going to be five yeah. books. Because yeah. you know nothing. Because now we know nothing. At least with Akatara, it was like, oh, my gosh. This... And then you just jump to the you next one. You just start yeah. the next one. <laughs> Although I yeah. have to admit, some of the fun with Harry Potter, like, I started around the fourth book. Um, is, was that is, anticipation like, building and, yeah. like, talking yeah. to other it's, fans it, it, and being like, it, what's going to happen? And... Schrodinger's rest of the series. <laughs> and that's, like, that's why Kathy and I have started a calendar for all of our books that are coming up. It's yes. a shared Google calendar. A shared Google And we, we just add our books as we start mm-hmm. a new series and then... Uh, a lot of our series have books coming up in the next year. Yeah, like yeah. A lot we, of we them. have, and it's nice because then it's like we have this anticipation where we're like, yeah. "Oh my gosh," we're like stressed, but it's like, "But wait, did you see the calendar? There's something coming Don't out worry. in the next couple and, of weeks to hold us exactly. off." Exactly, yeah. and, they, and they they're layered really nicely, which I are you having trouble for. keeping any of the plot lines straight? Because I know you're on several. They're pretty. Different? I think they're all unique. Okay, in their own they're way. different. I'm I'm difficult with names. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Like Fantasy I mean, names we'll get rough. to those. Like this is. Zayden, Violet, Dane, Liam, you know, that's pretty easy. But then you delve deeper. And then we got deeper. <laughs> and then we're like, how do you pronounce these letters? It's just like and 12 so, letters in a row. And you're like, what's this? What's that? That's the Which joy is, of audiobooks. Yeah. Exactly. And you see, the thing is, because we're like, these like series are so new in the game, it takes a little bit for like for the audio. authors and mm-hmm. publishers to mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. release the audios. And so it's like, it's not an option right now, so it's like we're just guessing. How <laughs> yeah, we're to just winging these, it. Yes. Uh, so speaking, speaking of winging it, you finished fourth wing. You're yes. like, wow, I need more books. Yes. What yes. would you do next? So then, so, well, so this is so funny because there's only one audio book for this next series. Yes. After screaming and crying, you would jump into <laughs> Nyaxia. Nyaxia series. Crowns of Nyaxia. It starts with the serpents and the wings of night. Yep. Which spoiler? Not spoiler. It's about vampires. Uh, okay, vampires. and we were like, Ugh, it's not very Twilight. funny because I distinctly remember both of you being like mm, vampires. Exactly, and then a week later you were like, guys, vampires. 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 <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. They're, they're back. Book one. There's <clears throat> book one point five. Yeah. Uh, there's book two, which is the Ashes of the Star Cursed King, mm-hmm. and then there is um, just like a, a like a novella oh. um, on the side. Yeah, that's say. set in the same. Set in the same world, world. as mm-hmm. Crowns and Nyaxia, <clears throat> vampire, yeah. human world. So yeah. um, because of the powers of social media. <laughs> Which is telling us constantly that if you like Fourth Wing and Akatar, try this. Like is, this. Try this. And we were like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Kathy started and the texts I got were vampires, hot, <laughs> with the red face emojis. And I was like, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Fair. Yes. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. I was just like, I was thinking Twilight. Or I was, I was thinking too, like and I didn't want it. Dracula in a cave or something. <laughs> you were like, it's only two options. A teenager sparkling in the in the, the light of day exactly. or a disfigured vampire living in a cave. Yes. <laughs> right. That's it. Like just right. ugly. You know? And it wasn't. 
Oh, it was not. It was also War College vibes. So it really led to like the, the like feels. the fourth wing of like that. Mm-hmm. And it's found family. It's enemies to lovers. Super enemies. <laughs> I'm learning Super something. <laughs> the biggest plot twist that I've ever experienced, I think. God, the plot I'm going to cry if I think too much about it because it really wrecked me. Don't. Um, the main characters in this one are, um, it's also like a little friend group, mm-hmm. which is uh, cute. So there's. Vincent, the Vampire King. It's a good um, vampire name. Nice right? alliteration. Yes. Right? Vincent, the Vampire King. Um, his adopted... Daughter. Daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, Araya. Araya, yes. Uh, and then there is two friends, Rain and Mish, who Love she Mish. ends up meeting um, whenever she's going through this process of mm-hmm. trials. And the purpose of the trials is, if I'm correct, is... If you win the trials, you're granted a wish from by one. the goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. The goddess Nyaxia, which is a big deal because you yeah. can wish for anything that you want. And she'll give it to you. Oh, it's like a... So everybody <clears throat> wants to go and like claim it's this like cat prize. Yeah. And, and the daughter, the adopted daughter of the vampire king is human. Mm-hmm. So her goal is to win this, yeah. beat all these vampires, and he's taught her everything she needs to know yeah. to be able to do it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she wants to do, I'm going to say it wrong. How do you say it? Coriatus? Coriatus bond. Coriatus bond. And so that would bond her, right? I mean, she's just a bunch of letters <laughs> yeah, together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But um, it worked. Yeah. Um, so she was going to ask, when, she, when, she, when she's like, when I win, I'm going to ask yeah. her for the Coriatus bond. So that she can like be linked with Vincent forever and they can share power and she can be immortal like him. So yeah. that she, I mean, they can die, don't get me wrong, but like yeah. they live a incredible yeah. Long. And with they just like human... stay as a father and adopted daughter, right? right. Yeah. But they just yeah. okay. No, I was worried. No, no I know that Coriatus sounds like it, it doesn't could go be there. Sexual, but but no. yeah, but it's like I don't want to die before you know. It's basically yes. like a power link, yeah. and yeah. so it's kind of like okay, yeah. in, in order like a formal her, adoption. Yes, mm-hmm. it's her formal adoption. Basically, in order for her to be able to live. A long life, you know, because as a human, she's not an immortal. So the way around yeah. it is like, mm-hmm. okay, when you get up there, you ask her for this Coriatus bond. And then not like not only would she become human, but then they could also share power. So like, yeah. you know, I think like he like as a father would feel like a little more secure that yeah. like, she has a stronger power. I will say that this series had way more tension in it, both sexual and real. Like, yeah. real. Like, like, real. Like, there was so much yeah. suspense. And so, as a person who doesn't like to be it's overwhelmed by attention, I love it. She loves I it. I love the suspense. I was so, I, I devoured this series because. I had to know. It was an anxiety read. It was an anxiety yeah. read. And but it was in a way where like I didn't want it to end either. Yeah. You were like, Which I like this, but I also time. can't be in I have to know. I have to make sure that you guys are all all right. The author, <laughs> Carissa Broadbent, is incredible and I love her so much. An amazing writer. And I the mean, way she so just good. puts the story and here's the thing, like me, I like mysteries. I like thrillers. Whenever mm-hmm. I'm like not reading romanticity, mm-hmm. that's what I'm reading. And I think I've also like devoured so much of that that usually I can see plot twists coming and I try to like figure out like what's gonna happen with this author. I can never I threw my freaking phone. get it. Like I'm just like, I know what's gonna happen, and then it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And and it's like several plot twists. So like mm-hmm. if you're into that and you and you love to like be in the unknown, go for it. Like ju- yeah. well, I mean, regardless, you'd need to read it. It's so good. But um <laughs> and as you go on the journey like her books are long but like not in like an like an abnormal fashion yeah but i just felt like 
there was so much that happened and I was so happy to like I'm still here mm-hmm. like I'm still in it yeah and, and that, I can't wait for the next one's coming I think that she said that there's going to be how many books total in the Nyaxia so there's world? six um well there's six like main books and mm-hmm. so what she's doing is duologies there's houses in them house of blood house of night I don't remember the other house of shadow shadow yes thank you and so like these two are house of night and so her next one are house of shadow yes and then um the next two after that so i really like the duology vibe because like they're gonna wrap up like i hope i mean these (laughs) did house of night did Mm -hmm. so it 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 leads me to think so it's like araya and rain's story Mm -hmm. like they reach a conclusion to whatever happens with them and the other people in the two other like novellas they reach a conclusion too. Yeah. So. Ah, mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. nice and tied up. I love yeah. that. Yes. And I will say with uh, this one, um, the romance, the spice levels is more than fourth wing and more than to at least um, three chili peppers, more than a quarter <laughs> of thorns three. and roses. And she also like writes more a little than, bit more, more vul- than the first one or she more than a all little more vulgar. I mean, I would expect that from vampires. Yeah. yeah. Like I was going to say, yeah. like, can we like cut this part out? <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> Sam, cut this part out. Oh, no, Sam doesn't edit it. this. It's okay. Leslie and Katie, <laughs> cut this part out. Um, like in if you're in a court of thorns and roses, she will like say things like center or like oh yeah, like this like, and she's just like he. And so I was like, that's well, I why can't cut it out now. From that, that's why I don't do audiobooks. Whatever that's I that's mean, how we're going to do. We'll cut it and then we'll put it at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> whenever I read A Court of Thorns and Roses and I'm like reading, actually, the first book I did audiobook and I'm just like, woo. And then it was like vulgar words, you know? And oh, gosh. Like, Honestly, though, like, I think it's on the same level as Nest and Cassian. So, like, Okay, that's a good comparison. I, by the end, if we're talking about spice level, I would say that this is the same level as book five of Akatar. I okay. agree. And that it is more explicit. Yeah, but it's a it's little more rugged. A little, a little more rugged. <laughs> rugged is a yes. descriptor. Yeah. Um, I can't even put two of those things together right now because I know. Um, but I do think that it's it's not as much as other ones that we've read. Yeah, I agree. Our other yeah. ones that you're going to talk about. Yeah. Are so we we're going yeah. increasing the heat. Yeah. We're, I, we're, think, we, I think so far I as think we've honestly, gone, and it's just yeah. like not even been purpose like on purpose. And it's we just didn't like know. as it's gone, it's yeah. just been like rugged. <laughs> <laughs> rugged. Just more rugged. Just more you rugged. have to get your uh, your four wheel drive ready. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's all terrain, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Okay, you What's, finished Vampires. Yes, you yes. have decided that Vampires next? are yes. good again, okay. and you're so, hitting the next series. Yeah, what's our next mythical creature? We've then got we dragons, we've got dragons, Kingdom we've got vampires. Of, yes, vampires, dragons, Kingdom of Lies is next. And, Werewolves. And, no, <laughs> actually, that one took us back to human and fae. Okay. Yeah, back to human Circle and fae. Circle back. So you have a court this cruel and lovely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And this actually started out super gruesome, like for me, like, I don't know about you, probably not for you, but for me, it was like, what am I reading right now? It's dark. <laughs> yeah. It was, and it was just like, there was a lot of, um, I think they wanted to drop you into the world. Like Stacia Stark wanted to drop you in the world and then be like, 
boom, like this is where you're at. Like you're on the run with this main character yeah. as well. And then you start going through this like journey of like meeting um, Lorian and his group and you get the whole f- found group of people again. And and like the thing though with this series was there were so many twists that I was not, I could not have even thought of in my brain. Like there, mm-hmm. I did not expect it at all. Yeah, me either. And like she has power, but she doesn't know what it is and like she was going to be killed for it and now they're trying to go to the capital and like all of this stuff is just happening and you're and you're these things are just opening up about like the world isn't what she thought it was Mm -hmm. and there are people that she didn't know about and so we like like start off in this series like the with the main character priska in a village very sheltered and that's kind of how we all start off like we just know just like she knows Mm -hmm. that she is a person who has magic um and a that lot they're of gonna it kill her for yeah and the king the human king um you're only allowed you know a certain amount of magic and if you have too much then you know then yeah. you would be killed for it because it's Ooh. not allowed so she's always been very sheltered yeah with her mom dad and brother and a limited amount of information in the village for everyone that's in the village yeah. so as she gets out of the village everything starts opening up and you learn that there's other like kingdoms and like fey and that there's like all of this stuff and like more people like her that like have magic and have been hiding it hiding it Mm -hmm. um and then also like what the purpose like how the process all started of you know yeah why do we have to like hide our magic like Mm -hmm. what happened to get us the history that she thought was taught was not the true history So, so um you know it's like i wouldn't Consider this a spoiler. It's just kind of happens in the beginning of the story. Obviously, it's like um, she has to flee because of her magic. That's what I said. Because oh, we did? People were getting yeah. beheaded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah, were okay. getting beheaded. Yes, people are being And Sabrina was killed. not ready for it. So she has to go and she runs into a group of mercenaries, um, Lorian and his pals. And um, they have like their kernels of magic. And they're also like... A little ruthless, but when you say colonels, do you mean like small bits, or do you mean like yeah? So once person you reach... in charge of oh no, not like okay, not like Just military so... colonel. Okay. So like once you reach a certain age, from what we know mm-hmm. in the 25, village, right? twenty five, yeah, you get like the priestess comes or priest and gives you like a small bit of your magic, Back. just so that you can like do things easier basically we're talking like oh you might have some healing powers oh you might be really good with horses or you might like what yeah be able to get crops to grow right exactly like Like her brother was already 25 and his was like a healing ability so in the town he goes around and like helps heal people in the village but like not enough to like say like revolt (laughs) yes yeah not enough to fight back exactly and then the and then she finds people who are like her. They band together. They're obviously trying to save someone, you know, like that sort of direction. Well, here's my want... thing. This is another one that's a big enemies to lovers trope. It's a betrayal <laughs> is what it is, Kathy. A, a betrayal. <laughs> it's a betrayal. It's a betrayal from like there's in this book. It's different because there's a betrayal from the start. Um, mm-hmm. because there's multiple betrayals. Yeah, there's the a whole betrayal, betrayal from the start, which is not a spoiler because it happens in the beginning. But again, like she's a sheltered little village girl, yeah. and when she runs into these mercenaries, they're just they just see her as a liability, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Peace out, you know, we got to go keep doing our mercenary duty mm-hmm. and um leave her for dead." And so she's now trying to like track this journey to like make it to the city to a safe place. 
on her own. Um, and she's vowed to, she has vowed to kill the mercenaries wow. who have left her for dead. And she was like, in the process, I'm going to hunt you down. And then that's where, bam. Everyone's got to have goals. They hate to see a girl boss winning. Yes. <laughs> and and, and then, so it's like, mm-hmm. then it goes after yeah, all of can, those betrayals, you can decide where where uh, where it goes from there. Clearly, we said this was an enemy to lover book. So yeah, so they they love, but then they are betrayed, <laughs> which brings us to book two. Yes, a kingdom this cursed and empty. It was a really good read, but man, was I on edge the whole. Oh, time. and then can we talk about her magic? Because her magic from the beginning uh, is time stopping. It's time stopping. Yeah, which is very cool um, because mm-hmm. she can stop time for everyone. Um, but she can also t- stop time just for a specific person. So yeah. if she wants to like put a pause on everyone and I just want to have a conversation with Leslie right now and nobody else. I'm going to ask you two questions. Okay. Does she use this for sex reasons? Does she? I don't think so. Okay. Not yet. At least. <laughs> I was, so I was like, I gotta know. I, I gotta let's, know because. Let's, I'm just imagining what, how that would play let's out. Let's DM just, the author right now. <laughs> DM the author right now. I have an idea. idea. <laughs> um, does she use this for torture reasons? Well, yeah. okay, here's the thing. Because that could be horrible. She is still, because she's been so sheltered. Mm-hmm. Um, she like, doesn't have good control of it. She oh, okay. Because she, she's never wanted to use it because she's scared. Because if someone sees her using it or yeah. senses her using it, she could be killed. So, I thought you were about to tell me she just like makes him be the only person like awake in the world for like she can't, five months she can't <laughs> it's, it's small amounts back. of time she okay. can't so do she, any of that yet okay when, <laughs> and that's in the second book she starts like learning practicing it better practicing more, more. but yeah. when she holds time for too long so like say like a screw like a group of them are trying to get through somewhere unseen she's trying to hold time and everyone around her she starts bleeding from her nose and her eyes like mm. she starts like i mean like, a lot of work. it starts ripping her apart basically yeah. yeah because like it can only last for so long and so her goal though is to learn how like she wants to be able to freeze time so that like they can accomplish what she need what they need to mm-hmm. unseen because that's the biggest thing is being unseen um but the fear of everyone with this type of magic is that they would use it during battles. So like I freeze your army and yeah. my army can still, and we just lop all your heads off. And then suddenly, you know, Honestly, right, you just need one person to hop around with a little yeah. knife. Just exactly. Like, and here yeah. I was thinking small, this would be a great way to gaslight people. Yeah. We already went to the store. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Genius. I definitely remember to do that. See, it's right over there. Right. Yeah. Right. So I will say, um, one thing that is different about this series and the others mm-hmm. is that, like, eventually, you know, these others kind of get to a point. Like, for example, if, like, we've talked about Akatar, Resand um, is great and loving. Florian is not really a loving person. A little, little dark romancy. He's a little more animalistic. I wouldn't even say on the dark romance side. I say mm-hmm. he's a dark person because of. Obviously, it's always the trauma. Right? The trauma. It's course. the trauma from the childhood. Yes. But he, I think his name, what's his name? The Dark. Florian? Yeah. The Dark Prince? Yes. Or the Blood the, Prince? The, uh, the Blood, the Blood, the Blood Prince. Yeah, the yes, Blood Prince. Like oh, yeah. 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 So, like, when you see him in that way, it's jarring when you've seen him from the bedroom to <laughs> that. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like it is just jarring. Like yeah. and it's it's but a in struggle general, for the I main character. He's still too. like gotten he still has not we're still not at that point in a series where it's like you can call this character a romantic 
He's very much... Oh, he's not romantic. No. He's very much like touch her and die vibes. Touch her and die vibes. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Which is how book two ends on a major cliffhanger. Uh, and so we get a crown this cold and heavy. Coming when? In November. Like the... Yeah. 14th so another November. Yeah, so we have us. things yeah. to look forward to. Thank yes. God, because <laughs> it's just been a little hard with this latest book that we just finished. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, guys. Guys, let me, let me, can I preface this one? This one, I did not think I was going to like. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I picked this one up just randomly yeah. off of. Um, we follow uh, room for our romanticy lovers. Yes, we recommend following Morally Gray Swartz. Yeah, Morally Gray K. Morally Gray K. Mm-hmm. Um, on social media, she is all things romanticy, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how we've been getting a lot of our book recs. Yeah. I see them on there, and I'm just like, I add it to my to read on Goodreads, and I just go through. She was raving about this, and I was <clears> like, <throat> Yeah, mm, whatevs. Let me yeah. just try it out. And that is the Legends of Thesmar series, which starts off with Blood and Steel. Actually, it doesn't start off there. This is what I was going to preference. Oh, but it's book one. But it's book one. It's book one. So if we go back to, can you pull up the other one? The other book? (laughs) Let me me (laughs) pull it up. (laughs) Shwink. Okay, so this is calling Slaying the Shadow Prince. Slaying the Shadow Prince. And if you noticed, um, not the ones listening, but the cover looks similar to a book we brought back from Myxia. So there is a sub-series called uh, Monster Enemies to Monster Lovers. Mortal Enemies. Mortal enemies to monster lovers. Okay, I knew I was gonna get it wrong. Um, God bless. This I think accidentally popped up on my family uh, shared Amazon account. Got these search Still history. freaking out about and it. And I'm just is like, that why you have a a, a finsta a famazon? Yeah, slaying the shadow prince. Goodness, like, and then there's another one slaying the shifter, slaying yeah. the shifter. Something. So the sub series is is each um of these are there different authors for but the five that are in the done book. Done like a combined series. A combined of series. And so the cool thing is that like, we like two of them for sure. We yes. haven't read a lot of the other ones, but they fall into our series that yeah. we've been. And they're not always directly related to the standalones, like our book one that she t- just talked about, but they do play into it somehow. However, this one is the prequel to yes. Blood and Steel. So it's interesting. It's, it's very part interesting. of like a different series, but it's a prequel. Yeah, to, to ours. This. And so thankfully, though, I had found Slaying the Shadow Prince. I was like, eh, yeah, I'm going to read it. And Kathy was like, do you know how that's connected once we realized the authors? Yes. And that it was Helen. And so we read that one and we read Blood and Steel. Yeah. And then. Well, we read Blood and Steel first. Yes, Blood and Steel. And then that's when Serena was like, oh, I'm going to randomly pick up this other one from that, like, Mortal Enemies to Monster Lovers. Yeah. And then we realized that it's actually the prequel <laughs> to this. Blood and Steel, yes. which was perfect because book two of that series, Vows and Ruins, came out this week. And, and? so. And I'm still wrecked about it, guys. And I oh, wrote no. the author too many times. So. I heard tell that Sabrina finished it the day it came out and then sent a midnight message to the author who lives in New Zealand. I'm not ashamed. And was like, how dare you do this to me? I told her that I was crying on my couch in the dark. We read this on release day and finished it on release day because just... It just wrecked me, man. She's so good. Did you hear back from her? 
Yeah, it did. She's yes. fantastic. Thanks, Helen. <laughs> Helen is Thanks, amazing. Helen. Shout out to uh, Helen. <laughs> yes, she's so responsive. And, she's so great. Oh, so great. Like yeah. all of it. And like her writing was just so incredible. The world building, the the characters seemed real. Like yes. I could actually connect to them. So and, funny. Like so funny. Kip oh and gosh. Cal. I mean, the Okay, found... so going back. So yeah. in this one, the main characters are Althea and Wilder. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's also kind of in that sense of like you're training for war and mm-hmm. Althea. So at this time, women aren't allowed to be what they call war swords uh, which or are even basically warriors like, at all. Like yes. can't pick up a, a dagger. Yeah, they are not allowed to pick up a dagger. And so she wants to be like friend of the lines war sword. And so she wants to go and plead her case to the king. Oh, I thought this was going to be a Milan thing. And she's I was excited. been like secretly. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not Mulan. She doesn't pretend to be a man. She doesn't pretend to be the man, but like, but she's, she, she has does, to yeah. do and the like, whole Mulan. Okay, so vibe. and that's interesting because <clears throat> then like her lover at the time um, is embarrassed by her mm-hmm. because he's like, "Why do you want to be a war?" Like, I mean, that's so manly. Was like, and We're not gross. doing this anymore. He was like, "Yeah, I'm bringing you're gonna up get with muscles." You. Right. Ugh. <laughs> he said yeah. that he didn't like that she was like, you know, just like More giving man manly vibes. Yeah. And so then she was like, "Well, fine, like peace out." And so she wants to go and plead her case. Well, she has to because she gets caught. She gets caught training. She gets caught training in a, you know, clearing in the woods. (laughs) And it's by her enemy who then becomes her lover later. Of course. Of course it is. Yeah. But he then has to take her to the king for her to be like, it's either she gets to do this or like she's executed. He's commanded because he's a war sword. Mm -hmm. Do women have like secret powers that they're just all conspiring against women to never let them pick up swords so they don't know that? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We're not there yet. But we have theories. We have theories. (laughs) Which is what our Friday last 15 minutes of the workday was filled with. So So, yeah, he ends up being assigned to escort her to Mm -hmm. the king. Um, and it's like a three days ride uh, there is. and back. And so um, they start to like communicate, even though he's kind of annoyed that he has to escort a woman, you know. Um, he and said it so like grossly, like because he was, just, like, he was just like so annoyed with her and she would Maybe. try to have conversations and he would just she be was like a little annoying. Yeah, she just <laughs> talk a lot. And she's just like, Mary, Mary, yeah, Mary. she would say like she even admitted that she was has all these questions and she just doesn't know when to stop. Yes. I mean, if I was possibly going to die, I'd be like, the least you could do is answer <laughs> every true. question Plus I have. Plus, he's the one that reported her. So yeah. Like, if you didn't want to drive to the castle, exactly. you could have just left me in my it clearing. Was double punishment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then, like, lo and behold, uh, she's granted her she's granted her wish to mm-hmm. that. OK, you Heck can yeah. you can train. And so then that becomes like a whole another ballgame because she's the only woman amongst these 200 men who already like either see her as like a meal or see her as like scum of the earth woman who is like taking this up a like, dagger. Uh, this is like that graphic novel ducks where the only girl who, one of the only girls who worked in the oil field. Oh, and then mind you, it's I like, mean, they're trying to purposely vibes. make her uncomfortable because yeah. like she obviously like they're putting her like up against people that like are going to belittle her. And then she also has to sleep basically like in the barracks in the with barracks the men with the and shout, like use the same shower. So they're purposely trying to like get her in a position. Oh my God. I so she, so she'll quit. Bathtub scene. Yeah. 
there's like trying to purposely put her in a position to where like she's gonna be so uncomfortable and like you know so put in situations so she'll quit. Yeah, and um, go back to being an alchemist, yes. which is what her sister and her friend group and was a lot before. of the other women yeah. do. But then it's it's great because she starts to use alchemy, you know, as as a warrior would, like in different uh, in ways, a, as a form of a weapon, as a form of a weapon against all of these matchups during her trainings and stuff. Yes. And so she. Um, develops unlikely little friends and like of course the found family and they are so funny you guys i have never in my life done my little stompy stomps with my feet they're over stompy. They, are, they are hilarious because they're also they kind so of like so basically they're the group of the three losers <laughs> of the soldiers i was gonna say that nobody fits, wants okay. to be friends with because literally <laughs> like, like i see how it is <laughs> literally their commander assigns them to like clean shields because they're just like the people that are assigned to clean shields at the end of the day are the ones who suck. And yeah. so it's like... <laughs> and they're so resigned to it, but they're also like... They're not awful. They're just like... They accept it. Yeah, they accept it. But they're also like... They're good at other things that like aren't being like... Utilized. Yeah, yes. utilized. Yeah. Like war strategy. And then another one's like yeah. a really good um, archer and, yes. you know, things like that. And so you go through like this journey of them as a group becoming buddies, becoming friends. And then also like the journey of like, there are like with monsters her, with the coming. war sword, with you the, know, like, yeah. um, also training her because he's, a, he's one of the trainers. Yeah. And also because he's gone on that little journey with her, mm -hmm. he almost feels a little bit, like, a little responsible, a little responsible because he's just like, man, like, you know, she's clearly like been thrown into the situation and and the other ward swords there's only three of them like left and um so wilder is one of them the other one is like the good friend of wilder like their buddies brothers but the third one you kind of get like bad Evil guy vibes, vibes. like yeah. Yeah, yeah you're like ugh, i don't know about him well he does some stuff during training that basically screws her over thea just is like stabbed and beaten and like all this stuff but she like can't do anything about it mm -hmm. because then it would have broken like the what code. are we saying? The soldier code, code. soldier code, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they were like, ah, we knew you couldn't yeah. do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, like, look, you can't handle it. You can't handle being stabbed four times. What a wimpy woman. But, <laughs> exactly. a, but of course, Wilder comes to her protection. Of course. But in, like, a way that he knows won't, like, get her outed from the group, like, yeah. you know, so. Kind of yeah. turn it on its head, be like, oh, I'm sorry, you're exactly. so weak that you have to, like, sneak up and stab a woman. Right. A woman. <laughs> right. Gross. Yeah, that, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The buildup of the romance in this, and I and I, I told this to Sabrina from the start. This is with all three books. I like thoroughly enjoyed reading these because say. just like the buildup of it, and then obviously like uh, the the prequel is not Wilder and Thea's story. Um, it's the story of Talamir and Drew, which Talamir was actually Wilder's war sword, so mm -hmm. he was his trainer. Um, and Wilder actually has like a little bits and pieces um, in the prequel. And both, like, just both stories of Wilder and Althea and Talamir and Drew are just so, like, beautifully written to where she does build up that tension. But, like, I hate books, especially, and, and a lot of times in romantic it happens where all of a sudden they see each other once. And then they like, see each other a second time, and they're in love and rolling around. This, oh, this is exactly where I was going. Was that it doesn't feel like it was forced, or that it was just like, all right, we gotta they meet build this legit in. connection. It's like a legit connection yeah. that over time, like you're like, okay, they're slowly eating 
at each other's like defenses. Like the Mulan in, thing. Like when you see someone yes. doing that much work, you're yeah. like, okay, I've got to grudgingly respect you. For exactly. It. This is a very like actually. <laughs> I tried to say yeah. that it was, and you said no, <laughs> but it is. Yeah, yeah. But I think too is like that's what I think this series why it wrecked us so much is that it it did feel so real like mm -hmm. it, in that like the connection was there and then you're like my heart and this book yes <laughs> exactly which is why i've been nauseous all weekend being oh, like no. i can't like stop thinking about it i like, was watching ninja turtles to get my mind off of this book and of course <laughs> and there's of course the ninjas are dual sword wielders yep they and wield dual like, blades that's what Thea and I'm like, does. that's what and you're like, Althea just does. like them. <laughs> and then Althea likes to use the little ninja stars. Oh, and gosh. I was like, and then, yeah. <laughs> this girl calls me while I'm walking through HEB and it's like, I'm at Target and I need a new book. I need Have something. you read this one? And I'm like, no, I can't even think. And she's like, I need something. And I'm like, walking through the frozen food aisle being like, I can't even do anything. Like, I, yes. can't, I can't read another it book yet. It wrecked my soul. And it with that did. being said, you have to read it. Yes. <laughs> so are there mythical creatures or figures yes. in this at all yes there are there's wraiths okay. and reapers and which is like the job of like as a war sword you defend to. the land of these creatures which is why you have to be the best of the best in training mm -hmm. because they're really hard to kill yeah and you have to use certain kind of steel and only um like going through the ward sword training, you then go to the great right, and that is between you and the gods. Like oh, no cool. one knows what happens. It's kind there. of similar to um, in a court of silver flames, like you know the big trial that they like have to go to. Oh yeah, that's a great. That's yeah. a great. Yeah, I'm not there yet. No, mm -hmm. Oh gosh. <laughs> like, like many, like many fantasy, there's always there's some a trial. Big trial. There's a big trial at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It's always yeah. so tense. <laughs> and this. But, Oh, okay. sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, like, if you were, if someone really liked Court of Thorns and Roses and liked, like, romanticy, is this the reading order you would suggest? Like, reading through these series in this particular order? I think yes. probably towards the end, it could get, like, a little, like, maybe you could do just Blood depending and steel, on what you but like. But it's like, I feel like the order that we've done it has just, like, really just got our heartstrings just <laughs> going. And then there's one more that Kathy oh, okay. hasn't joined me on the journey oh. yet. But I will. Okay. She has yeah, to. especially since you were like, "What do I read next?" I know this one, but this one also wrecked me really bad, and <laughs> I I'm kind of struggling with it. So it's from Blood and Ash with mm, Jennifer mm -hmm. Armentrot, and let me tell you guys, this one also turned everything on its head, and I did not know what to do about it. It has a lot more um, fighting. <laughs> Three sentence synopsis. Three sentence synopsis. Okay, multiple kingdoms that are at war with each other, but no one really knows the truth about that war. That's one, one sentence. So it's okay. the Cold War. <laughs> Cold War wasn't really a lot of actual fighting. This, is, a, this is actual <laughs> yeah. fighting. It's a hot actual war. Fighting. Um, yeah. Mm, how am I going to? That was sentence number it's one. Hot, you got two war. more. <laughs> Remember that you can use multiple <laughs> phrases. Thank you for that. Um, the main characters go on a twisted journey to discover the truth. Who are the main characters in this? This one is, um, so it's Poppy and Castile and um, Poppy and Hawk. And, but nothing is as it is. And that's what kept effing up my mind, guys. It feels like, like, that sounds like something I would love. One sentence, you could you just be like, it's all a lie. It's, and that's really like. I if, love betrayal. It'll wreck me. But <laughs> I cried. I love I betrayal literally, because in my mind, I start thinking like, 
what are ways that I would wreck them back? Okay, so there's that. <laughs> but also, like, there were so many times that I found myself legit, like, had my phone propped up and was like, yes, like, clapping. <laughs> like, you go, girl. Like, oh, I love this. And then there was times where I, like, threw the phone and I screamed in a pillow. and was like, how dare they? Like, how dare they? Um, this <laughs> I one, to the series. I can't tell you um, the people that are the character or, like, the monsters, yeah. like, that, because it does give something away. Oh, it's okay. spoiler. Yeah, it's a big big spoiler mm, um, mysterious enemy. yeah mysterious and see enemy. I, I i i don't do spoilers well then i went and read kingdom of flesh and fire which is the second one and that's when i discovered after talking to kathy that there are two sister series here mm -hmm. and they're supposed to be like three from blood and ash and then you read the first two of this flesh and fire and then you go so like there's like eight books, man. And there's more coming out in the spring. <laughs> and I just want everyone to know my heart's not in the place for it. I'm not ready. But the third book I'm moving towards next is The Crown of Gilded Bones. And I'm going to read it because I, I have to know. I'm not ready. And the next book I'm reading will be in that <laughs> series. Rita, you're describing this like it's an abusive relationship. Listen, somebody like had a blog a post and it was, what was it? It um, says, it's, the title was The Crown of Gilded Bones, How It Wrecked Me and How I Cannot Continue. <laughs> That's and she's like, me. I'm going to this next. <laughs> That's kind of how romanticy works. That yeah. is like, how it works, though. Oh, this wrecked me. It feels but a lot like, a, like an addiction. Like, I'll, I'll get one of y'all when you're, like, when you finished a series yeah. mm -hmm. and you're just like, I don't know what to do I'm next. I'm like Britney Spears. Where I can I get it's it? an addiction. <laughs> I wouldn't say. I wouldn't That's say. Like a, it's yes. an addiction. I do feel like, too, though, that um, to get a little more serious, I guess. Coming back to romanticy, I read a lot of fantasy that I could as a like a teenager, mm -hmm. and then I went to college and like got super overwhelmed with college and life. Yeah, and, like, I never read that genre again. Um, I really just stuck to my tried and true inspirational fiction. Like I knew what I was getting, <laughs> and it was good for me. It's not bad. I love it. <laughs> I still love it. But there is something really, really cool about connecting with a part of yourself that you haven't had. A part of your like haven't had in a long time mm -hmm. that kind of makes you feel like you're you again like this is the most that i have felt like sabrina in a long time i mean after baby after like starting masters you know work being a wife like all of those things but this makes me feel a lot more like who i was as a child and like that love for reading again and yeah. so I mean, you had a baby recently too. It's hard and to explain, like the way you're putting it, but it's just like that, like literally that sound that it's like just feel like yeah, it's what like romanticy has brought me back to because obviously it's like adult content, but it's just so interesting, and I love like to just go into like fantasy world for yeah. an hour or five out of my day, yeah, and you know just these characters like build like and just to be excited about something man because sometimes it's like you it's get older time and you just get into this routine mm -hmm. and like life just kind of starts to like feel so dull and it's like brought me back to that love of reading and excitement you know that mm -hmm. like i feel like super excited to like talk to people about <laughs> it and i feel like it genuinely like just makes me reading has brought me back to making me a happier person. And I would I agree to that. And I think it goes to um, like partners, like like our husbands both are very much into sports and to like those sort of things. And like they have an outlet that's like so easy to do, mm -hmm. you know, like they can turn on the game, they can play fantasy on their phone. They, I mean, year around there's some sort of sports that are going on, but like 
for women, I think it's a lot harder to find something post baby that you mm-hmm. can dive into. And be passionate about. That's like for you and not like a double, like a yeah. multitasking. Like, oh yeah, like I go and do X, Y, Z with my my kid, mm-hmm. you know, like go for walks or I go and do this. And like, it's for her and for me, but like reading is back to just for me. And it's that one little bit of being selfish that I haven't had in a really long time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it feels like, at least from the outside, one of the things that, that gives it that attraction and allure is the fact that so many other like women are participating because mm-hmm. even when you like look from the outside just like the sheer amount of like fan art and then just conversations online like funny in jokes like it feels like you're in a community that a lot of people don't really have a chance to be a part of like mm-hmm. when you get older yeah where you have these people who are like sharing a lived experience with you yeah. and even if it's just making jokes and stuff you can feel like hey i didn't talk yeah. to another adult today but online i saw a lot of fun jokes that yes. I understood and we're friends and exactly. it makes me happy it gets my brain yeah. going and it's not something to where it's like man I gotta drive like two hours to have fun mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I, I can, get like, to drive two hours sit. and listen to my book yes, yes. I exactly. get like it, that too like mm-hmm. just driving and I'm just kind of like oh man the commute is long great great that's gonna be <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I'm looking for the next big thing that I have to go drive yes. to do just so I don't can, worry like, I'll go across Houston to the other <laughs> store you need me to go to the woodlands for a book release party no problem no we can problem. re-listen to fourth wing on our drive there oh, like exactly. I'm not worried about it yeah <laughs> and it's good. also it's like I can sit on my comfortable little chair grab my cup of coffee and mm-hmm. like indulge you gotta read. get those oversized chairs do you have an oversized chair to read I've, your book on I've already been looking at them yes I'm rearranging our bedroom so I can put a little nook in the a little, corner. A little reading. Let me tell you right now, a little side table, one candle, mm. a little cup holder for your Perfect. for your tea, mm-hmm. a single little and light. A lamp. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Everything we need. If it's That's raining outside, like perfect. If not, place. put the raining music raining on music. your phone and you'll just pretend. It's 100%. great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's been great. And um, we are actually going to, um, in our catalog through baytownlibrary.org, if you visit our catalog, um, us as librarians, we have the options to create little categories Mm -hmm. that you can go and check out. So we are actually going to create a category, a romanticy category, um, which will include these series and um, a bunch of other ones. And many more. And many Mm -hmm. more. Um, Some that I've read that like, because there's some things that I read and it's romanticy that I haven't been a fan of, but somebody's a fan of it. So um, there'll be lots of options on there, you know, for anybody who's interested in diving into the world of romanticy. I'm going to do one more shout out to you. If you have an author that you really love, go, go look them up. Go like look at their They'll website. They'll probably really Go like add them it. on social media. I think they love it. Yeah, we're a part of Carissa Broadbent's um, them. group on Facebook. Yeah. She answers questions. She's a terrific, terrific person. Helen too. Like I love her so much, and mm-hmm. I love how interactive they are with their fans. Yeah. yeah. Um. So authors are people's too, and I think that <laughs> they want to know and hear from us about what like. Yeah. We yeah. look at their writing. And so. if you have romanticy like yourself that you like love and read, like um, I'm. You know, we've been working on building our library's collection of romanticy. Mm-hmm. I've done a pretty big order. Most of these you can now find at our library. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kathy's like, throw it in the comments. Yes. Let I'm me like, know. <laughs> you know, if you have ones, like, 
let us know. But also, it's like we have the option to where if you have a, a romantic author that you love, you can recommend a title yeah. for our library to, you know, add it to our collection so that more people can and read we'll it. And we'll add it to our to-be-read list. And yes, we will, <laughs> to our Goodreads. Exactly. Not Kathy ending this podcast with actual instructions and smart professional notes. Yes. <laughs> Some libra- librarian duties. <laughs> All right. I think that is the perfect note to end yeah. this, too. And stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye. I believe in you. I know now. Now I'm just like overwhelmed. Blood and Ash, <laughs> the two main no, characters. I do know the two main characters. <coughs> but now I'm just so upset.